This episode of Grow Getters is brought to you by the Grow Getters Growth Hacks newsletter. Subscribe at growgetterspodcast.com for your regular fix of hands-on hacks for business babes. Hey guys, welcome to Grow Getters, the future skills podcast for smart women in business. Whether you're crushing it in your career, you've got a super side gig, or you're a female founder, we have got your backs. So today we are going to delve into the agile practice of Kanban. We take you through what Kanban actually is and how you can use it in your daily work life. There are a ton of ways to keep you and your work team organized and ahead of the game, but Kanban is a hugely successful and proven practice, which we are incidentally both personally massive fans of. So if you are looking to level up your productivity, your efficiency, and your organization at work, then this is an episode not to miss. But before we get stuck into it, Tiff, is there anything you've come across this week that's really inspired you? Yes. Uh, as you know, our listeners provide us with some of the biggest inspiration for Grow Getters, and we absolutely love getting your feedback. So this week, we received a brilliant voice message from listener Sean from Melbourne, Australia. Hey there, Grow Getters. Sean here from Melbourne. Just wanted to say how much I love this podcast. Not only does it cover all the tips, tricks, and hacks to get ahead in business, but it also feels like I'm sitting across from two mates at a coffee shop, which is kind of weird. Um, but ultimately, just giving me some inspo to get out there and get going. I'm such a fangirl. I actually regularly share specific episodes with my mentees. And guess what? They're all now fangirls too. Love what you guys are doing, Tiff and Tanya. Keep the gold coming. Thanks so, so much, Sean. We are stoked that you love the potty. And thank you so much for sharing it with us. And Tan, what about you? What's inspired you? There is something that's inspired me a lot this week. I'm actually continually inspired by a brilliant grow-getter called Emma Gannon. So you might know her. She's from the UK. She has a podcast called Control-Alt-Delete. And we are huge fans of hers here at Grow Getters. And we actually discussed her famous book, The Multi-Hyphen Method, in our last book club epi, which was, I think, episode 41. So she has her podcast, plus she's an author, and she just continues to amaze me because she's actually started pivoting her writing towards fiction and she recently released a book called Olive which is such a beautiful and truthful and insightful book all about female relationships in your early 30s which Tiff and I can both relate to and it's about navigating children or in the title character's case choosing not to have children so it's a really really interesting theme plus just last week I saw on Insta that Emma has released another book called Sabotage so honestly, I don't know what can't this woman do. Amazing. She's such a role model, <laughs> She's such a cool chick. And um, we are dying to read Sabotage because I think it's another, it's another nonfiction release. And I believe it's about how women tend to self-sabotage their success, which sounds a little bit like imposter syndrome, which we also covered in episode 10. And I think this is such a hot, hot topic and such a relevant topic. So we will definitely be pre-ordering Sabotage Stat and we will report back to you guys. Exactly. Maybe it's an upcoming book club episode. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> so ladies, let's get stuck into today's episode. Before we describe what Kanban is, let's just quickly recap what agile project management is because Kanban is indeed an agile method. So we did cover agile in our previous episode about Scrum, 
But just to touch on it really, really quickly again, you can describe Agile as an alternative to traditional project management methodologies like Waterfall or Prince2, as they're all very old school, rigid and very highly controlled methods. Like for example, Waterfall relies on having all of the info and materials upfront to do the work. But in most cases with projects, you won't have everything upfront especially when you're building a product or service. So what is different about Agile is that it rejects these traditional project management methodologies as they're just, to be honest, really restrictive and unsuitable when you actually put it into practice in reality and especially in our new era of speed that we're all operating in. So Agile actually accepts uncertainty as a given and, you know, it responds to change and it values responding to change over having a plan in place. So you work in small, fast and repeated cycles known as iterations and agile planning actually encourages you to work on something small execute it quickly get feedback evaluate what's working what's not working and adapt your plan from there so how does agile project management relate to kanban Kanban is one of the main practices in which you actually implement Agile's principles. Kanban is certainly an interesting word, and I'm sure you're wondering where it actually originated from. Or the Americans say Kanban or Kanban. Kanban. (laughs) Kanban. Love it. (laughs) So the word Kanban originates from Japanese, where Kan or Kan means visual and Ban means signal. Kanban, as we know it in software development and lean terminology, originates from the Toyota production system and was developed by Taiichi Ono to improve and maintain high-level production. It was then adopted by the IT world in the early 2000s to improve the way software development and other technologies or other technology projects would run. And since then, it's become hugely popular and is now practiced in small and large companies all over the world. Today, it's a technique that helps to coordinate work for teams, not just manufacturing and tech teams, but actually can be applied to any type of project and team. And by the way, it also can be used for one person. So you can use it yourself if you're a side hustler or a solo entrepreneur. The ultimate goal for Kanban or Kanban is to visualize work, limit work in progress, optimize the flow of projects and find areas and opportunities to improve. So fast forward to 2020 and the key features of Kanban is its task board and card system. So a lot has changed since its uh, manufacturing roots back in Japan in the mid 20th century. So a Kanban board is a visual sign board showing the work to be done, the work in progress and the work completed. It's a visual representation of a personal team or department's work stream that has been mapped out on a whiteboard or on a wall or in a dedicated Kanban software, so an electronic version. The purpose of using the board is to make the team members able to self-organize without supervision. So the board essentially belongs to the team. It is foremost not a project management tool, but actually a tool for the team and their stakeholders. Kanban boards are typically divided into rows and columns with work items represented by colourful cards carrying particular information about the individual tasks as they move from start to finish through the process. So a board could literally be as simple as three columns, to do, doing, and done. Your task cards are sorted underneath each column with the aim of moving the cards as quickly as possible along the columns to the done column. Everyone wants to see their stuff done. Yes. <laughs> so let's go through some of the main features why Kanban works as a practical everyday tool for businesses and projects. Number one, a Kanban board should be highly visual. The more visual, the better. The best results are likely to occur when a team is able to see it. 
A Kanban board easily communicates several things. What's the work in progress limit, how the team is doing, and what points should be addressed during the daily stand-up. The Kanban board is not for the manager, but for the stakeholders and the team members. Remember, the more visual, the better. Number two, Kanban is a tool for meaningful communication. A Kanban board should be able to prevent stakeholders like the project owner and other relevant parties from forever asking you questions about your progress. Where's this task at? Where are you up to with this? What's happening? Exactly. So it's common for teams to post their Kanban board at the entrance to their work area so that other stakeholders don't bother them, but they can get their update directly from the Kanban board. And this saves so much time so you and your team can actually focus on meaningful conversation topics that matter and you can better prioritize meetings and tasks. So in other words, it's super, super efficient. Number three, Kanban can be physical or digital. Some teams use a physical wall, a whiteboard or a screen, while other teams utilize software. But both have advantages and drawbacks. Physical boards are known to provide teams a tangible, visceral experience. Digital boards can be accessed by anyone and anywhere, offering more flexibility and allowing teams to be dispersed so they can work from home or actually anywhere in the office. We recommend to use both. Number four, order and sequence matters. So the order and sequence of your Kanban board should, of course, reflect your specific project or team's work and make sense to you and your team. But there are some golden Kanban rules that you can follow to lay out your board. So these are make sure your steps are sequential. Try to only record the steps that take a significant amount of time, so not the most granular, granular, tiny tasks. Cards should be prioritized from top to bottom in a row. It's useful to break down the backlog of work into different categories or types. So this is especially pertinent for the to-do column. Make sure team members are pulling new items for themselves after they've completed work on a previous task. So then harking back to our previous point, this is really owned by the team and it's up to the individual team member to move their tasks along the board. And number five, daily stand-up Kanban meetings work. Your Kanban board can also be a source for your daily stand-up meetings where you briefly go through each task card and have each member move theirs across the progress column. So from to do to doing or doing to done. Daily stand-ups are standard agile practice. So combining it with Kanban is a great way to keep them on track and get an overview very quickly of everyone's workload and tasks. In our experience, it's so much more efficient to use Kanban to get a rapid overview of your team's capabilities, plus manage resources all in one super quick hit. And back in the early 2010s, I started working for a software development firm and I used this method every single day with a huge team not only in Australia, but across Asia. And it's a fantastic method, so it works. Absolutely. I I also used it in a previous digital agency I worked at in Melbourne. It was for a team of 25. And it was so good because it also just really, really quickly, you know, highlighted the gaps in capacities. So very quickly you knew who had less work than others and you were able to actually balance out the workload across the team, which is a nice little side benefit from using Kanban. So if you guys want to get started using Kanban ASAP, we will of course include our favorite Kanban tools and hacks in our Grow Getters Growth Hacks newsletter, as well as on Instagram. So head on over to growgetterspodcast.com forward slash newsletter and sign up to becoming a Kanban ninja. So that's all from us today, guys. If you like this episode and want to dive deeper into this topic, please send us a DM as we'd love to hear from you. And if you want to absolutely smash 
smash it in your career and future-proof yourself with the most up-to-date and in-demand skills, please subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcasts to stay up-to-date with our weekly apps on all the latest tools, tips and hacks and trends to help you grow. And of course, please also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars would be amazing, please, as we're an independent podcast and would really, truly appreciate it. And don't forget to join us on Instagram, as Tanya said, at Growgetters Podcast. We would love if you could share a screenshot of the podcast to your Insta stories and tag us so more brilliant Growgetters can find us. Chat to you next week and let's get growing. 